Hey everybody, it's Minifan Mash reunion number two and a dream come true for me because it's just me and Lauren to kick things off. Lauren, welcome back to Minifandom. How are you? Hi, I'm I'm very good, thank you. Uh, thank you for having me back on. It's been a while. It has been a while. Now, I, I know you heard uh, the wild Minifan Mash show yesterday. Uh, and one of the big talking points was Tim Ridgels just went went at Mike Montante, um, tried to decapitate him on air um, because he was allegedly hanging out with uh, Chuck Wagon on uh, Saturday night. Well, what did you think of Tim's assault on? You know, I know you like Montante. Well, yeah, I actually I like both people involved in that argument a lot. Um, I did. I listened to that whole um, show this morning. First, I want to say I don't have two and a half hours, so I'm hoping you aren't planning on this one going as long as yesterday's did. Because, holy moly, um, yeah, I need I need to condense that. <laughs> yes, well, I'm not going to keep you on for two and a half hours. It's not going to be like no, a no, hostage no. situation. Uh, and hopefully, people will be coming in and out throughout the show. Did you like the show though yesterday? Yeah, you know, and I liked, uh, you know, to have so many voices. It it is fun. It kept kept everything really busy because you know people are going to get tired of listening to me after about ten minutes. So God, I hope someone else jumps in and uh, and saves me a little bit. But yeah, that show last night was it was very interesting. A because you know I feel like I'm kind of involved in that conversation. So when you're hearing it and you can't jump in and say, well, I have things to add to, you know, what they're talking about. It, it got a little bit frustrating. So, um, yeah, I guess, you know, we're, we're going on a conversation that just doesn't seem to want to die, but, uh, well, we'll what, going, what, what, did, what, what did you want to add when you were listening to, to Tim and Mike and, you know, well, this, this whole, you know, um, you know, sad situation that happened to you in Portland. Um, yeah, yeah, you know, it's been, it's been an interesting two weeks. I've learned I've learned a lot from this experience. I've learned um, people who care about you and people who don't. And um, yeah, it's it's unfortunately sometimes you have to learn things the hard way, and you really do. Um, I a hundred percent understood what Mike was saying in that conversation. I did not quite get Tim's point. And I liked him and I, you know, I, I was trying to follow along with what he was saying, but I'm going to be very, very honest about this. I was at the same bar as everyone else Saturday night. Now, does yeah. that mean that I went there with, uh, as an entourage with, with wagon? No, it does not. It means the people that I am friends with, the people that I feel safe with were at that location and that's where I went. And I yeah. don't understand why anyone would have a problem with that. Yeah, I I don't understand. I look, I wasn't there, but it doesn't sound to me like Montante was like in with Wagon all weekend, you know, sharing drinks. And uh, I don't know, but 
it, it sounds like BA maybe was going drink for drink with wagons and maybe there's, I don't know, do you think BA was kind of more to blame than Montante? No, because no one has to go to babysit an adult. Everyone go. is an adult. Yeah. If people well, didn't want to be at that bar, they can leave. If people want to be at the bar, they can be there. And and that's the end of the story. Like, I, I don't even really understand why why anyone is upset with BA. I mean, you you could, you know, some people have been like, well, I wouldn't stay up for two days and leave the show early. I understand if you if people want to playfully give that kind of criticism. That's, but we that's aren't me. talking of yeah, it, that's fine. I mean, I I'm not one who stays up for two days straight either. So, you know, to say that it's fine, but but you can't no one should be lumping in the same type of behavior because it's not even close to the same type of behavior. Yeah, it was very strange, Tim's attack on Montante. It seemed to come out of nowhere. Um, I mean, I thought it was funny because I, when I brought that up with Tim, I was talking about something else. I was talking about, um, you know, when Montante spilled the beans on the live show <laughs> casket. And then Tim just like ripped into Montante about him, you know, sort of, I don't know, being Wagon's best mate. And, uh, it, uh, you know, it doesn't sound like, that, that's what happened. It doesn't doesn't sound like that's what happened at all. I didn't Montante. know if he just has a problem with him and he was trying to just find anything he could to point a finger because if he's going to make that argument, he should be making it about every single person that was at that bar, which is a is not a, a point to be made. And I had heard mm. this before. I've, I had heard this point be made before within this past two weeks. And if you when when I replay all of the situations in my mind that went on that weekend, it's it like happens in slow motion, and you can't you can't think about that one moment and how it is going to play out the rest of your weekend. And I'm I'm very good at saying, well, I'm upset, but I'll deal with it later. And that's the kind of person I am, and that's what I did. And apparently, some people have a problem with that, but I I think they need to look at a bigger picture here. Yeah, I agree. I, I do think t Tim's Tim's broader point is there is some merit to it that there's a lot of idiots that like to play slap and tickle with wagon online and have you know always um sort of you know they, as I said they just like to encourage this sort of behaviour and I I know they're not encouraging sexual assault but I do I can see where Tim's coming from that you know at some point you've just got to draw a line and say this person's a fuckwit. Um, and I think we so found that out. That a lot of the people within that group have, I don't like this phrase, air quote, had my back more than probably anyone else has. Well, that's good. Um, and uh, and that is good to hear. Um, I know, I mean, how have you been going in the last couple of weeks? Um, okay. Yeah, it's, it's, it's been okay. Um, like I said, and... This is probably going to sound sound weird, but the situation within itself, as bad as it was, the aftermath of it is almost worse. So it's it's been it's been very odd. It's definitely been a process. So um, actually, the highlight of my my the first week was probably you yelling at Pat for cheering on that Bruins goal because mm -hmm. I found that so funny. And you know, I didn't have a problem with watching the Bruins game when we did that show. I didn't have a problem with you yelling about it. I just find the whole situation very comical. So it's um it feels good to laugh. I'll say that. 
Well, that's good. Um, <laughs> you know, when you said the reaction, like, um, has been, you know, I don't know, it's been hard to deal with the last two weeks. Do you mean like, um, you know, is it like embarrassing? Is it um, you just don't like being the centre of attention? What is it? Oh, well, I definitely I definitely don't like being the centre of attention. Um, you know, and, and let me just be very clear. For every one person that I think is being an asshole right now, there's 100 people who are wonderful, so I don't want to blow anything out of proportion but you do you get comments of like oh well it wasn't that bad and oh guys just act like this and um well why wasn't something done right away and did people do you know and it's like instead of just instead of asking these questions can we just take a minute and say all right this has been a bad situation and and let's do the best that we can because we are a group do the best that we can as a group to deal with it but I don't know. I'd say um, in the past two weeks, two people have really let me down, but everyone else has has been wonderful. And I did learn like, and I'm kind of standoffish, but if you know someone who's like just having a bad time, it takes almost no effort to pick up your phone and send a you know DM and say, hey, I hope everything's going okay. So I got a lot of those and it, it is appreciated. Well, that's good to hear. I mean, the Minifans are a pretty tight community, so I'm I'm not surprised that everyone rallied around you. Um, anyway, I, I mean, we'll leave it there. I, I've heard rumors. No, it's that so wa- somber. I'm sorry. No, no, I've heard rumors that wa- wagons resurfaced in um, discords and stuff this week, um, and I would just urge Minifans to give him the stop sign and tell him to fuck off. Uh, I. Yeah, did you think about going to the police? No, I I I did not think about going to the police. Um and I, I would also say I, I heard about him resurfacing a little bit as as well. And I am impressed with how people are handling that because no one really wants to hear what he has to say. And to be honest, it's been two weeks and he has handled the aftermath of this so poorly that you know, I would have been able to have a conversation if he wanted to go publicly and speak about it and learn something. That's one thing, but he's just, he's handled this as like the biggest pussy I've ever seen in my life. So it's, um, it's very telling of, of someone's character when they act like that. Yeah. He's just a scumbag. He's not even say, I mean, I can see a situation where a good guy has way too much to drink and does something they really regret and, and, We've been in situ. I've been in situations where not me personally, but actually maybe. Um, but where you know, people, you know, guys go a bit too far, and I don't think this. I think actually, wagons just a piece of shit. Um, I said that, not you. I know you don't want to. You're too yeah, and I don't know if me. he has a wife or a girlfriend, but if he does, I feel extremely bad for that woman. I'll just leave it at that. Who, okay, who do you think gets treated worst, wagons' girlfriend or Montante's girlfriend? Oh dear. Oh, I mean, no, I'm joking. I'm joking. I, um, I would, I would hope that, uh, Montante treats his, his girlfriend very well because, um, I would, I would say he's probably very lucky to have her. So that's very diplomatic. Yes. Yes. Uh, Did you hear the story on uh, one of the Portland reviews that Montante blew up a Daver in the car on the way to the show? He he blew up like charger. Yes. Yes. 
Yes, but uh, I will say when when he was telling the story about wanting to like get up Sunday morning and head home, I'm like, this is this is my spirit animal because I would be so annoyed as well because I am a get up and get moving in the morning type of person and I would be doing the exact same thing. Like my bags would be ready the night before next to the door. Like I'm ready to go. I'm not wasting time here. I need to get home. I have a hundred things to do. So I am team Montante on that one, even though I love Daver. So <laughs> Uh fuck that. I can imagine those two fighting. Um Montante and Dava. Because uh, Dava's such a nice guy, but he talks a lot. And I Montante would just fucking lose his shit. Well, I I joke that like we went out, you know, the, the night before the Wilbur, you Montante, Daver, and I, and I said it was the easiest meal that I have ever been to because I'm not really much of a talker, but with this group, I don't feel any <laughs> pressure to carry a conversation. So it was it was very easy. Yeah, we had a great time. Um, Absolutely. Speaking of quiet people, so very strange. Um, Nipples, Mike, um, who who Kirk rightly says you just can't shut him up at Minifan events. He was like very quiet on Minifan uh, on this show yesterday. I don't know. I think maybe he was, he was nervous very, or something. Very quiet, and he was a very slow talker. So, and I'm sure I am too. So people are going to laugh at that comment. But he almost sounds like he's in seventy five percent speed compared to how everyone else was talking. So I don't know if that added to the. Um, and he kind of gets lost for words, which again, so do I. So who am I to judge? But. Uh, that was his first show. I think he did fine. Yeah, I he mean, had a great he, he did. Story about being in a coma and the uh, I know his pancreas or or whatnot. So yeah, pan yeah, pancreas doesn't work and something else. He was in like hospital for three months. He um, yeah, you come with a story like that, it's going to be interesting. <laughs> he was a bit slow. I mean, I guess he was ch uh, texting album most of the time he was on. So I guess that's the reason. Maybe why oh, gosh. Um, he that was slow story talking. Just didn't didn't help the matter at all. I I hope Mike didn't listen to that and put it that way. I know what was he doing? Like <laughs> he really dug his grave even deeper for himself. Like he he did double down on it big time. Yes, that's exactly what it was. Oh dear. Like, I think they're really good friends now. Like, I, if you asked me, like, who are Alba's good friends, I'd say, you know, Nips is one of them. Yeah, yeah, it's it sounds like it, which, you know, I think, like, I don't keep in touch with a single ex-coworker. Once I leave, goodbye. We're, we're, we're done here. I don't think any of them ever had my phone number either. Like, yes. but, you know, I'm not like Montante and give out my phone number to every single person I've ever encountered in my life, so... That was wild. Montante has about 33 Minifan phone numbers. Um, I know he doesn't have yours because you will you will not give any information out. So Absolutely I've tried. not. I um, I've tried a lot. Yes, you did try. <laughs> um, I looked in my phone. I have 33 contacts total between my family, my friends, people that I would, would ever contact. I have less contacts in total than he has Minifan contacts. Just to show you how, yeah, no one has my phone number. He has, he has more Minifans than I have, like, family member and friends. Yes. So. What would it take for you to give a Minifan your phone number? So the only people who have it are people who have, I have had to have an encounter with where I didn't think I would have, like, 
sell service to DM on Twitter. If you can, right. if I can communicate with you on Twitter, there's no reason for someone to have my phone number. So like Allison probably has your phone number and B&B has your phone oh, number. Oh yeah, of the seven people, three are women. So we'll leave it at that. Okay, very interesting. Um, <laughs> someone was last, I can't remember who was uh, on the show was saying how attractive Allison looked at the Portland show. That would can't be remember. Ned Snark. Yes. That was that what? was Ned. Yes. I know. Gotta... He gave her a nice compliment. So I'm not surprised. Which ironically she... came it came right after he was telling like Tom Shattuck, like, why do you always talk about how attractive women are to <laughs> like rating waitresses up in Madawaska? So I found the uh, evolution of that conversation kind of amusing, but also harmless. So I wonder if at this that stage Tom still thought Ned Snark was red from Maine. What a horrible, what a horrible person to be confused with. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't, I wouldn't say that they're similar characters. Some people you might be able to uh, line up next to each other a little bit more accurately, but um, that's funny. So tell me, what did you think of the Portland show? Where, did, where uh, You probably heard us ranking the shows, the live shows last night. Where, where does yes, Portland did. fit in your, your rankings? I mean, anyone who went to Madawaska 1 is going to put Madawaska 1 at the top, which I also do. And I would say that Portland is second. And I actually think wow. that's, um, yeah. I don't really think anything else. The, I mean, the Wilbur was obviously fantastic but this portland show was the energy just based on the energy was um was incredible wow um i'm really jealous and you've got tickets for plymouth i do have tickets yep i'll be there oh fantastic well what do you think of this idea the night before instead of doing a, a podcast they're going to do a no exit for concert I mean, Menners, we we go over this every time. There's no need to do a um, a, a podcast show. No one listens to it. It's loud. People are chatting. This is a, a live band, especially like how the band was within the show, where you know that everyone sings along, and it was such a such good energy and such a good time. I think that's a fantastic idea. I can't wait for it. Yeah, I think it's a really good idea. It's surprising it came from Mayo. Oh. I'm the only person who likes Mayo, so you're not going to get me to say anything bad about him. But um, yeah, I, I remember he had he had mentioned it, so I think it's a great idea. I'm excited. I'll be there with my mace and my, you know, yeah, some kind security of stick to people away in case in case I need to. Yeah, what are you going to go with? Do you think you'll go with like pepper spray, mace, you know, maybe a rape rape alarm, something like that? I have a feeling at this next one, no one's going to want to get within like. 10 feet of me they're just gonna be like they're gonna be worried if they look at me the wrong way someone's gonna like like uh attack them so i um i've never felt safer we'll put it that way yeah i think pat's probably gonna have a shotgun under his jacket or something uh, why are you giving pat such a hard time too on the show last night oh pat's yeah. oh i mean what did what did he really do that night i mean i'm just asking questions lauren you're asking um, what did questions? He really do? Yeah, what did he really do? I mean, if you look at Tim's, you know, example, I mean, Pat was in the same bar as Wagon the the whole night. I mean, you so know. basically he's... how how it went was, because we're not talking about an isolated incident. <laughs> we're talking about. 
Oh, well, I was going to explain. I'm only joking. Yeah, I'd like to hear it, though. I want to hear it. I want to hear it. Yeah, so we're not dealing with an isolated incident. We're dealing with someone who was kind of walking around just being creepy, you know? And Mm. does that draw a line? No. But, you know, so I go over to Pat. I'm like, look, he's saying these things. It's it's getting gross. I said, you know, if you see him coming over, can you just come over and, you know, make a distraction and try to, like, just kind of break it up? So, you know, very nice of him to be like, sure, I'll take on this task for the next, you know, three hours. So, um, you know, and he was he was very good about it and with Brie as well. So um, there was there was a lot of that. And just, you know, when you feel like someone's there to to have your back and um, just anytime it was seen like that, get in, in, in the middle. I'm a non-confrontational person. I don't want I don't want fights. I don't want, you know. I don't want anything bad to happen. So it's just like, just come over and, you know, I don't know, say you need me to something out of the car or whatever, make, make something up and, and just uh, break up the situation. So. Well, that's, well, it's good to hear. I know Pat's a great guy. I'm only, I'm only pulling your leg. Um, And it sounds like he was a real gentleman and same with Chris, even though he probably couldn't Absolutely. say much with those and glasses the same height why do you keep saying chris is short he's your height isn't he he's about your he height he's not my big pat and chris everyone's pretty much the same size except for robbie v tim riggles and uh there's there's one more who's probably taller everyone else is probably pretty much the same size and then i'm the short one so yeah we know that um you're the perfect height absolute perfect well, height I cannot, uh, so angry that that happened at a Minifan event. That was my big thing. I don't know, like, the, my big thing is that, you know, Minifan events are such great times that, you know, the show is actually like four years old now, so it's been going a while. So actually, I mean, the strike rate's pretty good when you think about it. Yeah, like, and, you know, and this was another thing that, like, and I can't sit here and worry about it, but I do that, like, I don't want to be the person who's air quote bad for the brand. You know what I'm saying? Um, to make too big of a deal out of no, things. No, no, this is what this is what annoys me, um, and this is what happens a lot in situations like this. Is women feel like oh they shouldn't make a big deal about it. They're embarrassed. They feel like ashamed. Like that it's their fault. Like there's absolutely like nothing to do with your. You know, the only person bad for the brand is Wagon. Like that's it. Yeah, I'd say he's not great for for any any brand. So. Um, no, but like you shouldn't think about it at all. Um, no, and you're right, but but it does. In not to sound dramatic, but like sometimes I'm I, I've sat here for the past two weeks, and I'm like, I understand why women would not want to speak up at all because the aftermath, like I said, has been worse than the situation itself. It's it's been you know terrible. Mm, sorry so. for that. Speaking of aftermaths, we're joined by Kevin <laughs> from Bristol. Hey, Kevin. Hello, Hello love. To Minifan. Welcome to Minifan Mash. Great to see you. Good to be seen. Can, can you hear me okay? We can. We oh, yeah. can indeed. And I'm glad you're here because it's been it's been way too serious. So um, yeah, I need someone here to lighten lighten the mood. <laughs> well, uh, my name is Kevin from Bristol. My pronouns are cream and creamy. <laughs> there we go. That didn't take long. <laughs> uh, in, our, in our in our show chat, you put that there was blood on the sheets this morning, Kevin. Have you, you right. got the, the blood out, the stains out? Um, there was blood on the bed. There was blood on the floor. There was blood in the bathroom. It was um, it was pretty horrific. What the hell yeah. is going on? 
I had a, had a uh, had a raucous night, Lauren, and um, and I'm glad I did. You could use those every now and then, a night where you wake up and it's like, what happened last night? There's just semen and blood and 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 the smell of sex in the air. You know, it's consensual, of course. I mean, I I I know you guys were in a different place before I got down here, but uh, <laughs> it's uh, yeah, it was it was it was a fun night. Yeah, um, Is the blood mainly from your asshole. No, <laughs> no, it was not. Um, not that it hasn't happened in the past. Um, she'd kill me for saying this. We, we, my wife and I were out. We had a great night, uh, having drinks with friends. Came back home, and um, one thing led to another, and uh, we're having sex, which is which is wonderful. Just, just you know, I was I was on top of my game. You know, maybe not physically looking, but uh, I, I was I was in I was in it. I was in it you know, to win it. And um, what happened was, all of a sudden, she's like. Get the fuck off me! <laughs> I'm going to bed. And I was like, "What do you mean you're going to bed?" I, I, and you know, I think that she. I'm like, inside you. She, she, she was, um, she was just done. All of a sudden, just done. So, uh, you know, I'm like, like a moment, right. moment of clarity. I lay oh down. My God, what am I doing? Uh, to let her go to bed, and and I, and I start to like, you know, finish my, um, finish my journey, if you will. Yes, um, Lauren, you know what I'm talking about. Uh, so I got, I got to finish the journey, and she so said, do you jump on Alice? Do you jump on Allison's Instagram like Ned Snark? Or no, I I, I didn't even need to. I was I was already there. So okay. I, I was I, here. I was, and um, my wife's like, you know, what are you doing? You're disgusting. And she's like, I'm going to the bathroom, and she gets up to go to the bathroom, and you know, you know the the husband pillows you sit against. You know the ones? Yes. Yeah. It was on the floor, and she didn't know it, and she tripped over it. <laughs> And fell face first out of the floor, smashing her nose. Oh, Jesus. Blood pouring everywhere. Oh, no. It was, um, it was, it was, uh, you know, I mean, listen, it's a And then did you try and fuck her then when she was a bit concussed? Do you like her? Oh, no, she would have destroyed me. No, she was not, not not happy at all. But, um, but yeah, that was my night. That was my night. So, um, so, so basically, you know, the story sounded wild, but in the end, you got rejected halfway through sex. You jerked off and your wife fell over and hurt herself. That's, that's exactly, that's exactly it. Yes. You You made that sound so much more exciting in our DMs. Oh, oh, well, well, the, the ambiguity of just saying there was, you know, blood everywhere and and you know a, 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 i guess a fair amount of semen uh sounded exciting but it really wasn't it was just uh, um you know uh two people maybe off their off their a games mm. so it's good it's actually good timing you've joined uh kevin we we mentioned mayo just before and you know i think the the portland show signifies the return of Mayo and Kevin from Bristol. The fact that you were brought in. I had no idea how you were transferring from blood and semen in the sheets to Andy Mayo. I was, I'm sitting here baffled. I'm like, how, how did we transition? But now I'm understanding. So carry on. Well, I mean, where do you go from there, Lauren? I, I mean, don't know. I don't know. Yeah. The only way is down. So you've just got to completely go somewhere else. I mean. And I can um, not normally produce semen when I think about any mayo. So I'm glad we've moved on. Yeah. If you if you want to literally desex any talk, just talk about Andy Mayo. In fact, when we were in studio filming a little bit for the for the Portland show. Um, Kirk at one point just looked over at Andy Mayo and he said, um, he's like, I, I can't be here anymore. I can't inside of him. And he, he he turned around and walked out and he was done. So just just the the, the pure um hideous scene 
of, yes. of, of the way Mayo carries himself. It really made Kirk uh, put him off his soup, let's just say. But but what about, I mean, Kevin, I mean, you've been banned from the show. I know you've, you've a few calls have got through, through, but, you know, last year at the Wilbur, you know, when Kirk saw you, it was like he, his physical repulsion at seeing you was palpable. And, and now, you know, not long after you're in studio recording a video for the show, you know, your best mates with Cullen Kirk. I mean, things have really turned around for you. I would not say we're best mates by any means. I think Kirk and I maybe shared four awkward words. Um, what were they? To give take us into the, the scene when you walk up the stairs at the Waterstown town studio and there's Kirk and his bald little head. So it's it's I I showed up, you know, early because I want to make sure I'm there on time, but I wait outside. I don't go and, you know, um hang on the door. Next thing I know, I see Colonnade walking in. So I get out and we walk in together. And um, we get upstairs. Kirk's already there waiting to get in. I, apparently Colonnade was a little late. And um, and now we're in the hallway with Kirk. And I'm like, ah, you know, I don't even want to have to have him deal with me. So I just walk into like a little a little empty room, just gather my thoughts, think about some things I want to say and do for the, for the, for the bit. And, um, and Kirk gave- You couldn't even talk to him. I, I, didn't, I didn't want to. You know, it's, okay. I know he doesn't want to deal with me. And, and, and you know, I, I've been to so many live events where I see Kirk. I enjoy the show. I enjoy the Minifans. You know, I, I know. But you don't enjoy Kirk. Kirk tolerates people. But I, I, I um, when you want my company, it's because um, you love me or you enjoy me. If, if not love, just enjoy. And even the people that I think hate me uh, in some bizarre sense actually enjoy me as well. To 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 a to a degree, I'm tolerable for a small amount of time. Uh, Kirk doesn't see that, so so I don't bother. I don't try to force myself upon him. So when I see him in studio, um, I try to keep to myself. Escape my lane or whatever you have. Um, I thought I did pretty good. He gave he gave a little bit of direction, and um and we followed it. And and what he said was you know was right. His direction's good. He knows what he's. I mean he's he's. I used to think you know. I come up with stuff just as good, if not better. And I still do think that. But when I do take Kevin, stuff, no. No. Come on. Just, We're all going to get in trouble now. But, you know, as, as you talk about it, I think of a, a quote that says, um, the opposite of love is not hate, it is indifference. And you getting asked to go in and do that, like, and you still have involvement is just proof that, there's it's not indifference so i think you're still in a good place well you, you know, know I, I, listen for, yeah i do i do and for for all kirk's um dismay or dislike toward me or distaste you know i i think deep down he knows that, that you know i i've always had his back i've always been on his side i've always like you know fought for him whenever i could i've always tried to you know give my two cents to the show because I felt like, you know, all that he's given us, I, I, I owe at least a good phone call, a good song, a good skit. I, I felt like I was, you're I was like, like a comedy, you're like a comedy mentor. I, who am you're I? Like a com- you're a comedy mentor for Kirk. No, I'm not. You're leading me on. You're trying to bait me. <laughs> motherfucker. No, no. Um, you know, I, 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 um, if I can get anything into the show and it provides a laughter for Kirk or for the, for the minute fans or for anybody, I feel like um, I've given a, a fucking cornflake back to what I get every day for this free entertainment that I enjoy so much. And when I was involved heavily, I was loving the show. When I'm not involved at all. I'm still loving the show. You know, it's just, it's just, it's just consistently makes me happy. So um, when I could, when, when they asked me to be a little bit part of it, yeah, of course I'm fucking ecstatic because um, 
you know, I, I um, that's what I used to like to do in life anyway. And when the fact that they actually appreciate it or, or allow it, I'm, I'm, I'm ready in a moment's notice. I will drop oh. my jump in the fire with Madawaska Rob anytime. Well, speaking of, you know, <laughs> people who are part of the show, yeah, it's, yeah, the, it's the, the host of the almost axed pre-show, one one and done, if Dave Cullinane's got anything to do with it. Madawaska Rob, Rob, where are you? I'm actually, can you guys hear me? Yeah. Yes. Okay, good. I'm in a uh, rental car in uh, beautiful Aiken, South Carolina, getting ready for the Masters tomorrow. Oh, wow. Yes. And I just got, got here today. Wow. Yeah. So you go, will it be the last day? Or are you going to play on Monday? No, I think, I think, I have no idea. I honestly don't know. Don't know. Don't care. Oh, great. It was like a a last minute thing. I was like, my company, my, like my, the president of my company and like a bunch of people are down there and called me on Friday and said, could you get a plane ticket? I said, absolutely. Convinced the wife that it was okay to skip Easter. And here I am. So. Welcome. Um, are you, you've obviously heard my criticisms of your pre-show. I, I mean, have. that was. I haven't heard. Great. I haven't heard anything. I'm not Fucking gonna lie. To you. Awful. You I, fucking I don't care. Criticizing? Never. You, you still. You know. I haven't, you know listened, you, I haven't you listened, know. listened to one single fucking word of it. I'm not gonna okay, lie. Do, do you know when you get someone in front of you and you've got the microphone, you've got to put the microphone to their mouth, dipshit. It's you hard. Sit there the whole you your whole time with the microphone, uh, and you have some a guest in front of you, and you just chat into the microphone, and you couldn't hear what the guest was saying. I was trying. That's I. Right. What are you? I probably weren't like, saying anything interesting anyway. So I, mean, I definitely put the I definitely put the microphone up to your up to your mouth, Lauren. I definitely did. So that's all that matters. I just wanted to get you in there. That's it. Well, I'll okay, say wagon yeah. steady on all my witty banter, Robin, Tim. I think that they were so concerned with being like sober gentlemen, <laughs> they didn't really let their you know they didn't really let their 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 freak flag out. <laughs> that's for damn sure. That's 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 what makes. Robin, Tim, Robin, Tim is the fact that, you know, they're fucking off kilter or, you know, they might have a few drinks in them. And they were so worried about being good and being safe. <laughs> they were too good and safe. So. That's okay. I just, our, our only goal was to literally get like as many people like cycling through as, as possible. I mean, I think we ended up getting on like 20, 25, 22 people or something in like a half hour. So. Yeah, you did really. You tried your best, honestly. You tried your best. That's all you can do, man. That's all you can do, brother. Um, all, all you need to do is put the microphone in front of the guest's mouth next time. That's all you next need time. to do. I'll do it next time. Well, maybe everybody should have their own microphone. Like, fucking, you, you have like extra microphones. You mic up 300 people as they come yeah. in. That's makes sense. Well, I, I don't I think he means hand off the spare yeah. microphone. Yeah, we're having like a couple. You know what I mean? Like, hey, yeah. yeah. When, when you. When you turned up, Rob, we were just talking about with Kevin about he's kind of, you know, he's been brought back into the fold. And unfortunately, so is Andy Mayo um, <laughs> because they both are in that video. It's kind of, you know, even DEC, I can't believe DEC was in a video. I'm um, telling you right now, that Mayo Kevin for Bristol video, I, I, don't, I haven't laughed harder. In a long time, that was that was like that hit me that hit me right in the feels. I was like I was loving that. That was fucking great. Uh, was great. The response when we came on, I was so happy that everybody everybody you know laughed and was into it. You know, and, and here's the it's it's funny because there were things I wanted to do that I did not do um, while I was in the studio. And I was at, I remember asking Colinane, should I take my shoes and socks off and like cut my toenails while I'm talking? 
his <laughs> feet. And Dave's like, listen, dude, do, do not do that. <laughs> that would be way too far. And I was like, it's a good save by Dave because I would have fucking been, you know, further ostracized more than I already am. And then, you know, I had, of course, I had a few jokes set up. Um, I wanted to get Kirk's joke in, which Kirk was, um, you know, all the lines creamed up. He said, just take it from there. So we took it from that point and just went with it. And me and Maya were spitballing back and forth. And, you know, we had some other stuff, but but we ended up, you know, the, the what Dave chose to put on the show was fucking perfect. It, it was, yeah. I was really happy that it hit. Yeah. I fucking love Mayo. I'm a, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a day one Mayo guy. Well, this about Mayo. As much as like DC, like couldn't hand, like DC had a show, whole show dedicated to him being cunt. And he, and he, and he took it like, you know, he was angry and upset. And it's like, you know, as much as I bust, get my balls busted. If I had a whole show dedicated to me being a cunt, I would think that's a fucking honor. And I don't think he truly started to love the show anymore. Whereas Mayo, even though he's, he's ridiculed, I believe Mayo really loves the show. Oh, he fucking loves it. He <laughs> fucking loves it. I believe DEC still loves the show because I've received a couple of messages from him in the recent months about show stuff. So I, I think he's still listening, actually. I don't think DEC's gone away. Yeah, you know, it's hate listening. I, I felt like he hated the show in the end. So what what happened last night? I I, honestly, I, I didn't listen to anything. What, ha- what happened with Tim? Uh, he um, he was on – so I did a, a two-and-a-half-hour – so this is a Minifan mashed summer 2020 reunion, you know, just inviting lots of Minifans on because it's a long weekend here. And Tim was on for the whole two-and-a-half hours <laughs> and about an hour-and-a-half in, Montante rocks up and Tim just fucking went at him for, ba- <laughs> for, basic, for basically being in the same bar as Wagon on Saturday night. And basically said um, Montante was encouraging Wagon. They were going shot for shot. You know, they were both fucking grabbing Lauren's ass, all this stuff. It was just Montante? on and on. Well, no, no, this is what Tim was saying. Oh, and- where's Montante tonight? Is he coming on here? No, he's probably like gambling somewhere. Montante's a slob, but I think he's a gentleman. I do. Am I wrong, Lauren? Uh... Montante is, is a gentleman. And, you know, we went over this earlier, but. There were a lot of people at that bar, and Wagon just happened to be there. I I can easily ignore a drunk asshole. Like, I can do that very, very easily. And just because someone is in the same bar as them doesn't mean you're choosing to hang out with that person. You know what I'm saying? There was a group of strangers behind me playing pool. I wasn't there to see them either. I was there to see the people I wanted to see. So right. the take that, like, Montante being in the same bar as Wagon Saturday night just doesn't make any sense to me. Right. So... You know, we've been around and around with it. It's so. him. I mean, I don't know. Sorry, I don't want to rehash this, this stuff. I know it's. You must have been angry about something else. There has Tim, to be an underlying I, I, issue because that I can't be him. it. It can't yeah. be it. I texted Tim at like, what time did you guys go on? Eight o'clock last night? Yes. Think, yep. I texted him at like 7.50. I go, Tim, you jumping on and on? He was like, I don't think so. Probably not. I go, all right, well, you do. Text me. He goes, all right. So then he texts me at like, you know, 7.59. I'm going to jump on for like five minutes. I go, all right. Well, if I do it, I do it. I call him today. I go, what's going on? He was like, oh, I was on there for like two and a half hours. I'm like, you fucking, he just, he's got no self-control. He fucking he just stays there. He just stays. He's the fucking best. They just went round and round for 20 minutes. And, you know, Montante yeah. kept saying the same thing. He's like, I didn't go to the bar with Wagon. I went with Daver and Mima. And it just wasn't an acceptable answer. So it was, it was very strange. Man, so it you didn't lo- get man, resolved. You'll love this. So Saturday night uh, after the show, 
uh, we go out. I went out, uh, went out with a, a couple friends from like home that that, that not even involved in this stuff. And you then, wagon, uh, yeah, wagon, yeah. Then, uh, then I went to meet up with Tim because Tim was up with with everyone else. So we go out, have a couple of drinks. Then Tim's like, "Let's go to this bar over here. This Bullfinis. It's the last night. It's it's around. It's never co- coming up again." I go, "Oh, it's great." So the two of us go by ourselves. Okay, we walk into this bar. There's no other minifans in there. So there's me and Tim. Fuck, I got the tuxedo on. He's got the fucking white tux on. All these college kids thought we, we were just two homosexuals, like just got married. Like, <laughs> fucking day is day is long. We fucking look at each other and I'm like, holy shit, we look fucking terrible right now. Yeah. Like, did, you, did you kiss? Yeah, we fucking made out. I just fucking stuck it right, stuck his tuck my tongue right down his fucking throat. Yeah. Ugh, That's how you fight, fight that, that, um, whatever that is. <laughs> I don't know. I was so fucked up. We walked in there. Everybody's looking at us. I'm like, why the fuck's everybody looking at us? And Tim's like, maybe the way we're dressed. And I'm like, oh, I forgot I still have this fucking thing on. That's Siegfried and Roy. <laughs> uh, too funny. So Lauren had Portland, what, the second show behind Madawaska one. Well, what's your third show, Lauren? I can't remember. Did they get a three? Wilbur. Third show? Wilbur. Okay. One, Wilbur. one or two. You got to differentiate. Sorry. One. Wilbur one, okay. I only went to the first one. Okay, you're one of those. God, we're bringing um, up things I'm going to get in trouble about. I only went to the first <laughs> show, okay. And then you went to like hang out with Montante or something. Um, Madawaska Rob, what, where did you put Portland? Uh, I would say like the actual show content wise, I would say that was number one. Like the video. Wow. Okay. I thought the, I thought the videos were the funniest. Like I thought the entrance in like the video at the beginning was awesome. Like I thought the, the whole concept of like him talking to himself, like I thought that was great. Uh, I'm a big spit and chicklets guy, so like the the that whole that video was awesome. Um, I thought this was Kirk's best uh, musical performance. I thought he sounded awesome, and it's funny because like you're, you're just I'm describing the show to my friends who don't listen, and they're like, "What do you mean he covers he covers songs? Like what does that mean?" I'm like, "Oh, he's got a band and he." dances and he sings and they're like what the fuck so i'm showing them videos but uh i would say show content wise that's number one as an experience wise i'd still say lauren madawaska one not even a question and then i would say portland probably two and then i'd say madawaska two third still i think madawaska two that live show where he literally just shit on everybody that was in the audience was fucking awesome like he just sat there just picked out like kevin Fucking Jay, fucking this guy, this guy. I just had them stand up and just ripped them for like two minutes. That's the shit I like. So that's what I would do. I would say uh, experience-wise, Madawaska, Portland, Madawaska. But show-wise, I'd probably go Portland, you know, Wilbur, Madawaska, something like that. So Amazing. I like it. Kevin? Yeah. yeah um, I'll say this. Um, the Vigil was just was something about it where, where I didn't know what was going to happen. Does that count as a live show? It's just disgusting. He, 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 he got up in front of the, a crowd. He, they, they, he sang. He, he spoke. It was, it was, it was, it, and, and people showed up with signs, and, and it was the first time ever to do this. And um, it was like, you know, all the Minute fans broke their cherry that day. And, and I did not know what to expect. And Kirk got up, and I, and I didn't know he was going to be that, like, 
gregarious and engaging and i just i didn't i didn't see any of it coming so that that whole and tj hubbard with the guitar and everyone linda marx was there it was it was a who's who of of you know nonsense happening uh, lauren was there first time i met lauren and i'm at the show i'm at the the she's a ride from um where the where the thing was to the jack's abbey and i and she got in my car with me a stranger and i was like wow this this is a this is a dedicated minute fan and, <laughs> You really, you you, know. Lauren, you got in a car with Kevin. Yes, <laughs> questionable yeah. decisions from the get-go in in all of yes. this, for sure, for sure. She can read normally when when, when someone is is gold, and she knew that I was all right. Um, but yes, yeah, so that's special to me. It was it was the first time of anything, and it just so much stuff happened that day. It was really something. So I put that. I put the Vigil Paradox number two. I put Portland number one, and then um, Madawaska one number three. Um, you know it. it uh, Everything brought a little different to the table. Kirk keeps upping the ante. I don't know what he's going to do, but I'm like, and, and, and I'm not just Mon, ask Montante. He'll tell you he knows the opening. Yeah, right. <laughs> I'm not blowing smoke here when I say you go to shows, whether it's a, a, a um a comedy show or a music show or, or a play, and, and 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 fucking Kirk is giving us everything you see in those shows and more. I mean, we really are getting you know a, a, amazing shows if you're into this world. You know, more than you get when you go see whatever show you name it. I, I am I am coming from a, a background of, of going to being in theater, going to theaters, living in LA. Of that background, I'm watching. Yeah, yeah. Like he could do this anywhere, and if there's a following for him, this would be a fucking huge hit. It, it just it just it's 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 really something what he's doing. I don't know how he's going to top himself again, um, but I'll, I can't wait to watch him try. I, I probably wouldn't use that language with Kirk. Um, top himself, but anyway. <laughs> Um, hey, what were you saying? Someone, uh, Ned was saying that you weren't giving me enough credit for fucking holding that casket. You fucking kidding me? Do you understand how heavy that thing was? It was heavy. The rows were like this fucking tight, and I was I had a I had a tuxedo on, and I'm freaking maneuvering through the crowd. Fucking Superman! I said any other minute man to drop that fucking guy. No way. I had no way was it happening. Nothing. Has your back pain since then? It's tough. It was tough. It was my wrist. Under the casket, out of my back, and just I would have walked the casket down the aisle myself. Yeah, it was just it was the rows were just so fucking narrow. That was the problem. Yeah, like I said, if if there's no people in the seats, it works perfectly fine. But then you got to account that there's fucking bodies that are going to be right here, like when we're trying to get through. Uh, Yeah, that was a tight squeeze. Yeah, the upside of being a tiny woman i was not asked to help so no. he put hey, he put his he put his head he put his head when it when it came down to it he put his head in the person he trusts the most i mean that's that's what it is that's all it really that's 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 what it came down to so and, and did you, you all have a great time in portland like i know we've, we've talked a lot about obviously the, the events of friday but it sounds like you know that aside it was a great weekend oh yeah great weekend oh absolutely i met a lot of different i met a lot of different Minifans fans there this time that there was actually and there was also a lot of more women there this time this is the yeah. most women there's been at the show i think i don't think there'll be many coming back <laughs> oh no i don't know if it's the same woman they're talking about but there was a woman she was with a guy i didn't really know them but they they knew all the show stuff they were picking out minifans fans out of the crowd as we're leaving the show i swear to god she turns to the guy and she's like i'm soaking wet right now and I was like, did I just hear that? If you go to this show, you should be used to using verbiage like that. Oh, yeah. 
I, I use it, not a, not some lady. <laughs> and it, Manage, it's Manage. Hey, Manage, you got to ask Ned. So I wish Ned was there. So it was me, Ned, and Tim were at the bar, and there were these two minute fans. Never met them before, but they're very nice people. I talked to them earlier in the night, and uh, they were leaving, and I go, hey, see you later. It was so nice meeting you. It was nice meeting you. And I go, I'll see you tomorrow. And then the husband turns around. This is no Shinya. And goes, oh, she'll be seeing you tonight when my fat-ass body's on top of her. She'll be thinking about you. Trust me. I said, thank you, I said, thank you very much. I appreciate it. <laughs> I looked at Matt. I go, did she just fucking say that? He was like, I think she did. I go, that sounds, that's nice. I was like, yep. I mean, if anyone is a candidate to go with the swingers, it's Kevin from Bristol. I mean, that couple, you know, you're there fucking fucking the husband in front of uh, giving cream jokes, like, you know, blood everywhere. I think those days are behind me, but maybe not. I don't know. I'm, I'm, that was definitely a sexually charged show. It, it, for whatever reason, the audience felt it. Kirk felt it. It was, it was, like nothing I've seen before as far as being the sex like doll, the sex doll was there. So after the show, we went across the street to like this Italian restaurant. It was actually a pretty nice Italian restaurant, like a ZZ or something it's called. Yeah. And there's people eating dinner there, like normal people just out for a night. And here comes all us lunatics then with the fucking sex doll blowing it up with fucking we were, we were spit roasting the thing. Me and Tim from Canton fucking spit roasting the thing in the middle of a table. Like with these nice couples trying to eat dinner, <laughs> trying to eat dinner. <laughs> Oh fuck! It was. Crazy. I'm so sad. I missed it. Obviously, a sexually a sexually charged show is right up my alley. So, <laughs> oh yeah, and Kirk spent a lot of time. Yeah. Oh well, I was gonna say Kirk spent a lot of time in the aisle, and we had aisle seats, so we were three deep. It was Erica had the aisle seat, and then Allison, and then myself, and I was watching the um vlog today of the like the behind the scenes stuff and there's a part where he's in the aisle and you can see me i'm like poking at erica because i kept telling her i was like get out in the aisle and like touch him and dance with him he will dance with you i guarantee Lauren, it and i you're said telling her to touch the him? best seat because she was in the aisle so i was i was three in so i didn't i didn't get to jump in there but i was trying in in the minna lady chat is julie just like always like oh, i want to fuck kirk like because she really wants, you know, wants uh, it from him. She, she's not so, in the Minna Lady chat. I don't have she, a contact for her because I don't think she's on Twitter. Yeah, I, I look for her on Twitter. I, I'm a big fan. I haven't seen her. I, I can't find her. I don't know. So she's got a burner. I mean, you, you put uh, listeners to Minna Fandom will know this. She's got a burner on Twitter to watch things. Uh, Montante, of course, has her phone number because he was sexting her all weekend. Uh, but... Um, Montante approached Julie to come on in a fandom and she went, uh, I'm all set. So <laughs> whatever. Yeah. Cause I, I introduced myself to her uh Friday night and she's like, yeah, you know, like, I, I don't. Yeah, you introduced yourself and uh, she just, she, she didn't even, she didn't really, she wasn't familiar with like any of the ladies. So, you know, I was like, Oh, well, you know, if you ever get on Twitter, follow me and DM me or whatever, but uh, mm, she seems sad. kind of, not included in that that type of interaction so she's got her own group by the sounds of it she's got her like cousins group and they probably all fuck family each other. Phone, all i'm assuming sick. that's a phone chat not uh not dms yeah when, when yeah, I, she, saw, I, I saw julie at the show and she was just surrounded by like a uh a, 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 a horde of people and i like i didn't want to try to i mean i'm 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 an extrovert and, and awkwardly awkwardly social but I didn't want to force my way into her circle and, 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 you know, be weirder than I already am. So 
Um, I kind of let her and her posse pass by, but I would have liked to have met her. I would have liked to have just told her, you know, I'm a fan. I like what she does. Um, I think she fits well in the world. Yeah, I didn't get the chance to, but that's all right. There's always other shows, and maybe she'll be at the Foxy Lady at some point. <laughs> uh, yeah, if, um, she's obviously a bit up herself. Like, she's always talking about a job. and uh, But, yeah, anyway, she really wants Kirk. Like, and that's very clear. So. <laughs> it was pretty funny. Uh, Manners, are you gonna are you gonna try to go to the show in August? I know you you were asked this yesterday and answered, but maybe no, we can badger uh, you into it. Uh, obviously, I would love to. I don't think August is realistic. Maybe another show later in the year or next year. I mean, uh, Manabosca Rob said I could come and stay with him and um, hang out with him. So Nipples said I could go and stay with him. Yeah, I'm I'm sure Kevin will let me sleep on the floor at his place. I have a um, shed. There's plenty of blood and steam on the floor for you, Manners. <laughs> uh, okay, I've, I've got to do this with everybody now. We'll go around the, the room. We'll start with the, the mother of the the party. Uh, Lauren, Cheeks or Lynn, where do you come down? Oh, I, I have to support Cheeks because any any Cheeks? issues that he has is coming from his upbringing. So. Wow, Okay. Well, pretty unanimously, everyone's siding with Cheeks. Even Tom Shattuck went a roundabout way to support Cheeks. He used the same logic you used, actually, that Cheeks is the way he is because of Lynn. Um, Matawaska, Rob, you there shaking your head? What do you think? I don't know. I, I, I It's it's just like I, I just find it just hard to believe. Like I, I, the, whole, the whole thing is just fucked up. Plus, my wife is a, uh, a therapist, so I had her listen to it. And I'm like, what the fuck do you think? And then she just like ran down all these things. Like, I mean, it, she'd have to get to know them better, but I, I, I don't know. I always side with the mother. He seems like he's being such a little bitch about certain things. Like, Oh, he can't drive the car. Well, who gives a fuck, dude. Throw a set of, throw a set of balls. Who cares? You can't always have the car. Like, I feel like everything he bitched about was just kind of the thing. Just being like, okay, fucking oh. grow up. Like just grow up. Like, <laughs> Oh, what the fuck? I don't know. They're both fucked like, up. Um, well, my, sir? Yes, go for it. Yes, uh, this this really um, – I felt very strongly. I found myself being overly engaged in that segment, which was fucking incredible. Um, but I'll say this. Being raised by a single mom who had to work extra jobs and never let it show that she was run down. She was fucking fun. She was funny. She, um, I had a lot of freedom, but I also had a lot of like great advice and structure growing up. And I, I you know, um, my mom fought the good fight for a long time. If her and my wife didn't get along or she says something to my wife about me, you know, I, I would fucking deal with it and get right. back to my mom again. You know, you fix that shit. You know, it, it seems like it's all about his fucking wife. Mm. Mother her or said, you don't date my son. He's a he's a bad drunk. And if that's what it is, that's so fucking fixable. It's your mother who raised yeah, you with no father at all. And you can't fucking fix it. And your siblings talk to her. Listen, if she was fucking him, if she was sucking his dick and all that stuff, like Kirk said, the siblings would know. And they'd yes. be talking, they'd ostracize her as well. The fact that it's his wife, you know, and, and listen, I understand. And it, it, it's tough to, with a mother-in-law or, or whatever. But I mean, the guy needs to tell his wife, when his mom says that stuff, you blow that shit off. Mom, stop it. It's ridiculous. You know, you just blow it off and move on. The fact the guy's not talking to his mother ever again and has trouble even, even like saying I love you to her made me fucking irate. If I was in studio that day, I, ah, like, dude, it's your fucking mom. She's going to be gone. And there's no chance to reconcile or see her again 
or anything like that. And, and, you, and you're going to fuck, you're wasting all this time and all these years, you know, because your wife and her didn't get along. Yeah, Cheeks', Cheeks, Cheeks is Cheeks's wife's vagina has done some magic on Cheeks and yeah. pulled, well, like, the thing sucked, about, about sucked him away from his mother. The, the, the point, I can't think who, I don't, I don't know who made that point about Cheeks probably didn't have a lot of girlfriends. Tim, and, Tim Ridgels. It, it was it was a great point. That's right, it was Tim. It was a fuck. It was I, it's, when Tim's not drinking, he's a genius. <laughs> <laughs> that guy's like a NASA scientist. When he's he's so a savant. So yes. If you catch him in that like an hour. Let me just say this: didn't have sex. He turns into the fucking genius. I love that episode. <laughs> yeah. Um, Tim's wife is also fucking awesome. The best. The best. What, what, what did he do to get that girl? She's amazing. I don't know. She's a saint. She's a saint. She stands by him like a golden retriever, man. She's uh, she's tremendous. What a, what a great wife. Yeah. I um. The other thing too is like so, but the other two kids still have the relationship with the mother. So like two yep. things could be two things could be possible. Like Cheeks is is might have been jealous because they had relationship with the dad, even though it was brief. Like you know what I mean? They were still they were like they're much older, so at least they had like eight to six years with the dad. So it could have been something on that end. I don't know. You know, Kirk, Kirk didn't ask the right question. He kept saying, your siblings will be mad at you for saying this stuff. What he didn't say, and what I think was the problem when Cheeks got home, will your wife be mad that you spoke to your mom and told her you loved her? Because that's what I fucking think. Yes. You think you think I he regrets? The other thing too is like I always think when this stuff happens, like you think he immediately regretted going on the show, like at, right after it happened. Like he had that – like the whole time on the way home, he had like that pit in his throat. Being like, what the fuck did I just say in front of all these fucking people? Like, what the there's fuck? A, there's a balance. Yeah. On one hand, he's like, I can't let put this out there. On the other hand, he knows Cheeks is a smart guy. He knows right. I just I was just part of some content that was fucking off the charts. Yeah, that's my argument. Like, my argument is, okay, sure, maybe your siblings hate you. Your wife's not going to sleep with you for a month. Maybe, you, you know, like it's a Kirk, Kirk situation. You know, you don't talk to your siblings for years after this. But but on the flip side, Minna fans will think you're a legend. Right. You know, this story will be talked about at Minna fan events for years to come. So you've got to weigh it up. It's a bit like when Bree Hunter went on and she wouldn't spill the beans about her family. And it's like, well, you know, you got to give something if you want to get a bit of the juice. Right. Yeah, and, and like that's why Julie gives you the juice. She personally she, gives you her juice. She really wants to get Kirk's juice. Absolutely. Well, I'll, I'll, uh, say this too, I'll say this too about, about Cheeks. Um, you know, it was one of those moments on the show where, where like Kirk said, you can't just keep recreating. It happens so organically. And, and, and in the moment, here's the flip side too. You say Cheeks's wife or his kids won't, or, I mean, or his siblings won't speak to him. Many fans think he's a legend. Here's a positive. Maybe it opened the door to him and his mom. Maybe it truly did. They maybe spoke, you're right. They, they broke the hymen of, of not talking, and maybe, maybe they will have. Can you imagine if, if this fucking show that we're laughing about actually brings his family back together? I mean, that, it, it is a possibility. He did speak to her. The door or the opposite. Door. No, they never talk to each other again. <laughs> That'd probably be better. I'd like that better. Okay, so, yeah. The no. brother and sister are like, you got our mum on the radio. You embarrassed 90, her. Thousands of people know our story. <laughs> Fuck you. I, 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 I actually do hope um, for a resolution. Cheeks is like outside the Watertown studio, like begging for money in you know, like a month. His wife kicks him out because he had the mum on. The family won't have him back. Um, <laughs> oh, it's funny. Hey, I gotta, I gotta, hey, I gotta get right. going. But before I leave, man, you'll love this. 
My mother actually listened to that episode when I, was, when I was on with Manansky. Yes. So she, and she so she called me right after and she goes, nothing's changed since you were nine years old. And I go, I was a sick fuck then. I'm a sick fuck now. And she started, she started lying. She started dying laughing. Oh, oh you're right. I, well, Rob, thank you. We're going to get into listening to questions now. So it's a good time. Oh, yeah, to go for it. Hey, thank you. Enjoy your masters. You guys. Yeah, tomorrow. Let's go, John Rahm. Let's go. See you, dickhead. All right. Uh, that was Madawaska Rob. I didn't love that story. He's like, oh, you're going to love this. I, I didn't love that story about his mom. Anyway, um, let's get into the listener questions, then we'll wrap this up. I know Lauren's probably wants to get to bed. Oh, just one question, Lauren, just sort of yeah. objectively. You know, no, do you think we were talking about the sex vibes. Do you think Kirk's, like, pretty sexy when he does all that stuff now? You know, you know what the best quality is, is the confidence so yes. I would say yes to that. Just the, the confidence has a link to being sexy. Absolutely. Yeah. I agree. Um, he was wow. Actually, he said, I don't even remember why. I don't remember why he said this, but he was standing in front. And this was when he already had like the shirt kind of unbuttoned. And for one of the rare moments, everyone was actually seated. And he said, I want all of the women to turn and look away because I'm about to, I think he actually said, I'm about to get my dick out. And I stood up and got my phone out. It was the only person standing at the time, but I'm like, I'm not turning around. So yeah, that was fun. Ready to, yeah, I bet Julie I would have been all over it. Julie would have been fucking ready. Um, yeah. Was that nice go? I don't want to talk about Kirk's like personal life, but I do wonder, you know, how interested, say, his his wife, um, his kids. Well, I think Kate's been to a bit, but I just wonder, like, so you know, Kirk does these shows, like these packed out theaters. You know, like that's a huge thing. But I wonder if does he just like go home and his wife's like, "How was work? Oh yeah, it was pretty good. Yeah, it was good." did a good show she's like sure can you you know can you hang your washing up dickhead um you know like i i just wonder how because it's a huge thing to do all these shows but i don't know did he did he get credit for it at home i don't know i don't think you know much like my own wife i i, I like she doesn't want to know i think kirk's wife you know uh they have their their their, their kirk at home and how he is there and on the show, I think she knows, you know, a lot of that is Kirk venting out parts of him that she probably doesn't see. And uh, I don't think she, I don't think she cares. I don't. Yeah. More, I just more like for him, not about her, but for him, well, like he'd get home from like this pack show and it's just like, I know that's everybody, but it's, I think it's a bit different. Like he's, 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 you know, doing these, like the first time in his life he's doing these amazing shows. Um but I can also imagine my wife like being the same as yours, Kevin. Like if I was doing a, a live cricket podcast with a packed house, she'd go, whatever. Yeah. Hang your washing up, dickhead. But I, I also don't, I don't, I don't know if Kirk's the guy who'd say, you know, I'm going to call one of my friends or talk to so-and-so and be like, you know, oh my God, this happened and that happened. I, I don't, I don't know if Kirk works like that. He's such a different breed. I, you know, but I, it's just I, a special I, talent to be able to fill out these theaters all around, you know, the Northeast and, well, sell out we're, within sell out without in minutes. I mean, that's that's you know a pretty big thing. We're a special fan base. Absolutely. I mean, yeah. I, I will say, I, I, aside from a few um, bad eggs, as as Lauren uh, hor horrifically uh, was exposed to, most of the Minute fans are are wonderful together. Different kinds of people as far as like ages and, and backgrounds and not so much colors but anyway um hey hey we had mike cologne we had mike cologne 
no, listen, I, I welcome anyone. I welcome. I, I hope we get some. Uh, I don't know. I, I think there should be more people in the minifan world who you know, I don't think people are getting exposed to Kirk who should or could get exposed. I think they'd enjoy it. My my friends, you know, they, they've never really put the time in. But you know, I think with the Kirk Minahan show, some so many of us go so far back. You know, it, it's tough. It'd be tough for someone to jump in now and, and really get a full understanding of what the fuck's going on because it, it, it's well, i mean there, there is the new fans i mean you you know you listen to before julie i mean julie doesn't even respect the minna ladies chat i mean fuck yeah. you know the, i think we, you know we've got to be careful not to gatekeep but you know we've also got to make sure that you know new people come up to speed pretty quickly i mean Julie oh, absolutely. I would never gatekeep. And Brie was another one who, she, I mean, she's brand new. She sat with Ned who kind of coached her through the show because she didn't understand a lot of the, um, you He's know, like inside jokes. The whole so. time. Her she wasn't Ned happy. Was, was, was her dick the whole time? Her tits the whole time. Oh. He's just like a sneaky sleaze bag, I'm telling you. He was he was out with wagon on Saturday night. All right, now let's get into the listener questions. Um, all right, we've got a few of them. Suburban tug time. Why are the Shaddocks so unbearable? Now, tug time. I had Tom Shaddock on yesterday's Minifan Mash reunion. I'm a Shaddock guy. I actually think Alice Shaddock's probably way more annoying than Tom because she's a lunatic. But um, I'm a Shaddock. I'm a Shaddock fan. How about you, Lauren? I think just like a lot of us, they're good. They they deserve the Andy Mayo treatment. Come around about once a month to every six weeks, and it's tolerable. I would say that about myself as well. So never overexpose. Less is always more. But I, I like them. I thought he was good on the show yesterday. I think he has good energy. So I don't find them, you know, unbearable to listen to. Good. I, th- I thought I thought Shattuck, when he was on Kirk's show with Kirk, was fantastic. It's not ca- possible to keep up whatever <laughs> pace he was on and rate he was on that day. He was like, you know, Coke and Red Bull and, 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 and espresso. <laughs> but um, I thought he was of days I, too. I, I was entertained. I was entertained. I don't know on, on a regular basis what I would do with that. Um, I I am a, I'm always a fan of like Kevin. Uh, do you find the question more pointed question? Do you find the attention seeking from the Shaddocks unbearable? This fake divorce, this faux pregnancy, this you know faux right wing conservative shit. I I don't I I don't you know I I I can dip my toe in as much as I want. I don't have to. They're not in my face enough that it bothers me. Um, but you know I find them just more fragments of the of the KMS world that kind of you know orbit around the the moon. That is Kirk, and I'm fine with it. I, 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 and Kirk makes fun of them very well. They take it very well. You know, it, it's, it's good. It's good fodder. It's good material. Mm. All right. Next question: Shark Minahan. What percentage of your attraction to Lauren is physical, and what percentage is emotional? Um, I think this is directed at me because he didn't know Kevin was going to be on. Um, uh, well, look, I would say it's um, mainly emotional because. You know, I've only met Lauren once, so it's it's an emotional connection, and the, the you know the the physical probably very small. So ninety percent emotional, ten percent physical, but the ten percent is very strong because Lauren is super attractive. So yeah, Lauren, that's it. you happy with that? <laughs> Lauren, what are your percentages towards men? Are? Yes, good question. 
Oh, it's, I mean, it's a hundred percent physical, obviously, obviously. Yes. Um, next question, big dog, Dave, did Tim go too far? What do you think, Lauren? Um, no, no one ever goes. Okay. I've only seen one person ever go too far and it was not Tim Riggles at Gritty's two weeks ago. So, um, other than that, I don't think anyone goes too far. So no. Yeah, I don't think Tim went too far. I loved yesterday's episode. It was a oh, lot. Oh yeah, I mean, I'll probably listen to that conversation again because I'm just like, what in the fuck is going on? I don't, I don't understand the problem, and you know, um, whatever thoughts we're trying to get out did not, did not resonate with me. I'm not quite sure what we're trying to get at here, but um, did he well, go too well, far? Lauren, no, <clears throat> Lauren. I think a lot of people had a lot of pent up uh, frustration that they weren't there for you. Um, they didn't fight for you. Uh, you know, so a lot of us that weren't there wish we were there. And I think when you find someone who you think might have been part of it to even a small extent, you, you lash out at them because, you know, um, you're, you're, you're pretty loved in this world, um, you know, on, on whatever level you want to say, whether it's, you know, being a fan, being cool, being attractive, whatever it is, you're, you're one of the minute fans and, and you're, you're, you know, you're, you're nice to everyone. You're, you're you know, you're, you're good. And I think I think we all, we all felt bad that it happened to you and we wish we could have, you know, helped you. And now I think for someone like Tim, if he thinks Montante was even the slightest bit um, culpable of being a partner or a friend to that guy, I think he wanted to fucking, you know, snap his neck. So uh, I think he's wrong. I don't think Montante was, but um, I understand where he's coming from. Well, to, you know, to that, I would say, I, I hope everyone channels their emotions about a situation like that correctly, because I said it earlier. I learned a lot in the past two weeks. So, yeah, that's, that's all I'll say. It's a, good, it's a good point, Lauren. All right. Next question. Shark Minahan. Firstly, thank you. Thank you, Shark. Question. How many downloads do you reckon each of the following shows get per episode? Minifandom, Montante's World, KMS, and Part of My Take. Well, I think um, Part of My Take gets the most, probably a million plus. KMS, I reckon, gets around fifty to seventy-five thousand downloads per episode, and then Montante's World and Minifandom are way below that. Um, I reckon I get about double what Montante's World gets, though. That's what I, I reckon. Um, yeah. yeah, I would I would agree with that. I thought they were going to ask for actual numbers, and I'm like, I have no idea. <laughs> like, I'm very bad at gauging. Like, if if I'm at like a baseball field and someone's like, "How many people are here?" I'm like, I don't know. Between six hundred and sixty thousand, I have no clue. So I'm glad we don't have to do numbers because it's late and I don't feel like thinking. Yeah, Montante's World's an awful show. Like, it's just this. I don't know. Like, do you, do either of you two listen to it? It's just madness. The topics that they don't talk KMS. It's just Montante. <laughs> like, it's like a poor version of the Jerry Callahan show. Sometimes I listen and I just, I just, I'm sorry. I just find Montante charming. Uh, you know, he's I, charming. He's. No, and, and I used to listen, and if I'm being honest, I um, I told him once. I'm like, if you ever want a female guest and you you're looking for someone, I will go on. And he's he's never asked me. So I no longer listen out of a bit of spite. So fair enough. Um, all right. Next question. Dr. Joe Viper MD. He asks the worst questions. How long is your nipple hair? This is clearly to me. Um, unless, and I had a look actually before I came on and it's not very long. 
it's all right well i just looked too just to make sure and that question was not to me yeah um i do not have my camera on fyi to anyone who is not seeing me right now well i will just say that lauren does have her shirt open and she is examining her nipples and her hairs which she has very fine very few hairs at all so it's 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 fine i I cut that covered for her as far as i go i i groom you know yes sounds like kirk it sounds like kirk needs to groom with like ear hair and must be hair everywhere by the sounds from what whitney was saying yeah he he uh you know when you get to an age too like like kirk said he's right all of a sudden i had i had nose hair like like shards of black mm. ice come out of my nose and i'm disgusted by myself you know but i make sure it's all plucked and taken care of so uh what about downstairs how do you groom downstairs uh pretty pretty close to the vest and yeah. um you know i'll say this for myself as far as the guy who has um you know a lot of white hair in weird places i don't have one white pube not one okay it's still it's still a a black satin carpet down there. Yeah, right. Do you have a hairy ass? Do you shave that? I don't shave it, but it's not out of control. You know, I never had to worry about that area. It's it's pretty tame. Um, but like I said, I do keep the I do keep the front. Uh, you know, it's more of a, a putting green than than a fairway. Yeah, yeah. I think this putting green. Very lovely. <laughs> yeah. Okay, we'll move on. Lauren, um, on that one. <laughs> Lauren, you're no, it's okay. Um, the Dr. Joe Viper MD, why did Pat quit the BA bandits? Well, I don't know, but I think it's got something to do with what happened up in Portland. Uh, next question from local. I haven't seen this account before. Tim Ridgels and Montante, Montante fighting makes me sad. How can it be resolved? Well, local, uh, my understanding is I think Tim has fallen on his sword already yeah today. i think it's already resolved it's it's well i, I think not, just from what lauren said you know well, that she doesn't fault him i think when tim hears that i think like, okay you know he i think like i said i think he's just a, uh he's a he's a protection dog he's a doberman he want he wished he could have protected lauren the fact that he wasn't there he wants to lash you need out to listen to the show before you talk about it kevin oh you really know? well you know it's just it was it was it was madness you need to listen to it it was only two and a half hours Squeeze it in. I'll, I'll listen back when I, when I, when I have, to have a couple of days where I'm. I'm uh... Just put it on a just ducky, yeah. um, which we'll get to. Uh, next question, uh, James Garfield. Are you scared of what Mick might do to you for talking shit about his boring girlfriend? Do you think her cake tasted good? Odds Mick and his girlfriend get married. Look, I'm not scared of Mick. And I was only joking about his girlfriend. I'm sure she's lovely. I called her like fat and ugly or something, but it was a joke. Like it was, it was obviously not serious. Um, do I think her cake tasted good? Yes. She looks like someone that could make a good cake and odds that Mick and his girlfriend get married are very, very high because Mick, you know, he's going to struggle to get another girl. So does, I think he'll. Does he mean take literally or is he trying to get you to say something yes yeah, is, is it a snack sexual? sorry does he mean, does he mean what, what are we talking about here um mixed girlfriend's cake i think she, I, okay. Laura, I think she made him an actual cake he's not meaning vagina right well you guys are disgusting why would you think that I, I, I don't know how could someone ask something on Twitter about someone's cake taste and it being mm. actual cake. Yeah. What are we? 
<laughs> my well, brain you, is not well, in, in that area. Do you remember when, when Beyond Average podcast hit 50 episodes and uh, Mick's ugly girlfriend, fat ugly girlfriend, made him a cake, Man, a cake. to celebrate to oh, him? Oh, we're Christmas. talking about actual cake? Yes. In okay. this case, Lauren, I, yes. <laughs> I did not think we were talking about actual you are, cake. You are, uh, sorry, Lauren. You do, I know what I know you're a very sexual woman. Sorry. Lauren, you um, make me blush. Yes. Um, all right, next question, the squid. Are you jealous, annoyed that Sneakers is getting so much admiration from the KMS community? Uh, squid, this is the dumbest question. The, the only admiration that Sneakers is getting is, oh, he's not a complete asshole in person. That's literally the only thing people are saying. So I'm not annoyed at all. Uh, anyone, you got to ask like- Squid why he didn't show up in Portland when he was supposed to, one, and – Two, it's that is correct. I wouldn't. I don't know how much how adored Sneaks is being on Twitter because, you know, so, sometimes people just don't want to involve themselves in certain groups, and I do understand that. I I spent some time with him uh, in Portland. He's he's perfectly kind, and he has been the uh, front runner speaking out against Wagon's actions. So, I mean, I have nothing bad to say about him at this present time. Oh, it's nice to hear. Wow. Next question, Roscoe. Can you be considered a Minna fan if you think Ned Snark is red from Maine? Now, this happened in yesterday's show. Tom Shattuck thought Ned Snark was red from Maine. Roscoe, wow. it's a valid point. It's a valid point. It's very you know, Ned Snark, Snark's like a, a Marlboro man, gorgeous, right? Ned yes. Man looks like, you know, an ogre who, who hates everybody, especially He's me. He's bigger tits than Bray. Um, next question. Uh, oh no, this is uh, this is for you. This is from Roscoe. Can you have Kevin tell his story about being in a coma for 76 days after he injected too much cream? Is this did this happen now? This is a callback because Nipples was on yesterday's show, Kevin, and Nipples revealed he was in a coma for 76 days. Wow. I, 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 um, I've never been in a coma. I have, uh, I have had cream inside me. <laughs> so, um, but it did make one you of go. those is true. One of those is not true. Okay, great. Well, that's the listener question. Thanks everybody for writing in. Um, Kevin, what's been happening at Just Ducky? I saw you had a minute fan in there. You were doing a shot last week. Yeah. Um, it's not as often these days, but when minute fans drop by, like I said, uh, just just jolly fellows and always up for a shot and a couple stories and then they're on their way and it, it's 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 really a nice um it's a nice thing that they, they drop in the store you know without any warnings out of nowhere and i can almost tell it's one when they come in um so yeah no it's just, it's just a it's a random occasion now that happens every now and then and i really enjoy it i keep a bottle of booze in the fridge just in case mm. and we get a shot together um right. the store itself uh we had we had a rough winter there wasn't a winter around here. wasn't a lot of snow, a lot of snow. So most of the things that sell, like Patagonia, North Face, snow pants, and all that shit, it didn't sell. So we had a rough winter, and spring is showing up now, and people are coming in. It's been great. So hopefully we're back on our feet, and uh, I can feed my fat ass some more. Good, Lauren. Um, how are you going? She's gone already. What's the question? How are you going? How are you? How are you doing? Oh, how am I? Oh, I didn't understand the question. Oh, I'm good. So I just, I wanted to add one more thing, if I may. Um, yes. I know this is kind of old news, but like Dave Cullinane 
because he he keeps shocking me and when he dropped the 25 percent of women have never um masturbated <laughs> i like can't get over him saying that like i can't get over it like you learn he's bad with numbers that's that's impossible so there's four women in my girls chat so i jumped in the girls chat and i was like all right which one of us is it if if it's technically one in four because no. my mind was blown over that and he says it's too complicated so now i just picture him like looking at a diagram and not quite understanding what's happening on the female body so i just wanted to add that it's still boggling my mind and i think he said it like a month ago but i don't think um you've had a woman on since so he's the most well that's a really good point and i, and I didn't think about it um but Cullinane, oh, I like, thought about that a lot. Yeah, I bet the middle lady chat was popping after that. <laughs> oh, um, there, are, there are a lot of comments, a lot of comments. But I mean, Cull seems like this like sexual pariah. Like he's got a micro penis. He doesn't think women masturbate. Um, you know, he's jerking off habits are disturbing at best. Um, I mean, you know, it, you know, we talk about Kirk being sexy. I mean, is Cullinane does Cullinane sometimes like make you, I don't know, I reckon he turns women off. Like, what do you think, Lauren? Yeah, I, I would, I would, I would, I would agree with that. It's, it's the exact opposite because it's missing that confidence. Um, I was going to say that, yeah. That confidence piece for sure. But he's so obsessed with how people look. Wow. Um, well, yeah, that's, that's almost Metro though. So like, I don't know. I like, I like kind of more grimy. So Metro what isn't, about, isn't going to mm, work. What about cancel Cullinane? This is what I wanted to ask you both before we wrap it up. You know, this new thing that Cullinane has where he, he loves to just stick a pelt on the wall. He got Maz, he got Curtis. Now he went after Alice. I mean, it's a little bit, um, I think, unedifying for a comedy show to now be, uh, the ones um, leading the charge. Any other comedy show might agree with you, but the, but with the hypocrisy that happened with Kirk and in his life, I think Kirk's canceled Colinane's number one fan. You know because it's it's he deserves to run through the streets with you know a flaming torch because you know the things that happen to people today or don't happen to Kirk were magnified. Imagine being Kirk and like and like you know having you know mental illness issues and, 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 you know, always being poked as the bad guy, even though people with half a brain can tell that, you know, either he was the good guy or he's just fucking kidding, you know? So, so people actually took him down, you know, actually went for the throat, went for his money, went for his job. And now, you know, um, when Dave does it, it's, it's, it's a fucking joke. Dave's obviously um, what Curtis said wasn't meant to be racist. Obviously what Maz said was just a fucking, you know, stupid slip up he's not and Colin is taking these jokes and stoking them and uh and i think you know dave's kind of found a little a little lane for himself it's it's kind of funny and like i said i think i think kirk um is loving the 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 flaming hypocrisy what do you think lauren it is it's a it's a fine line because i see i see what you're saying where it's like we're supposed to be the group who is never offended by anything. But I think bringing it into a conversation is different than wanting to cancel somebody. 
So like they pulled what Alice was saying about she was comparing two different Dylans and it was a very dumb statement and they bring it on their show and say, listen to this, this is crazy. I agree that what was said was crazy. So I don't think they're trying to do anything with that other than bring sound onto their show and discuss it. I just don't think the show needs it. It's such a good show. It's been so good recently. You know, you got Mike killing it. You've got, you know, this constant stream of, you know, crazy minifans being brought in for these one-off shows. You know, you get Max in, the, you know, with fucking cash falling out of his pockets. Then next week you get Cheeks, he's got a tube coming out of his fucking pants. You know, you get all this stuff. You don't need to be going around cancelling people. And I, st- I think it opens you up. Like I think there are bits of audio that, you know, if people want to start tweeting out bits of audio from the KMS show, Maybe it could end up blowing back on Cullen Kirk, and I just don't ah, know why. On. I don't know why Kirk needs it after he went I, through all that. No, they do these things to be brought back in the light. They do these things to show how fucking stupid the world is, and if it gets brought back on them, they'll always deal with it. You know, okay. look more, you know, criticism and shit on them, and try to be canceled than fucking Portnoy, and that's Kirk's boss. So, yeah, they're, they're going to put themselves – when Portis is something stupid, they bring it up on the show. It's not like they don't pick and choose. They don't pick just enemies. They pick everyone. And, and, and most of the time, they will say at some point, you know, of course this is fucking ridiculous. We're just pointing out it's ridiculous. And if it were Kirk, he'd probably be fired for it back in the day. I, I, I mean, it, we don't need to do it all the time. But when, they, when it comes up, it's pretty enjoyable. The Mass thing was hysterical. The Curtis thing was hysterical. I mean, I, I think it's – I mean, I don't think there'll be that much more of it because how much more is going to happen? People are so afraid to say anything these days. If they do slip up, you know, Colin So Bob Murchison, you know, playing audio and going how hysterical it is what they're saying anyway. It's different. He, he, Bob Murchison never never thought it was a joke. He 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 wasn't pointing out hypocrisy. Colin doesn't think it's a joke. He's like he's obsessed with how many views every tweet gets with one of those videos. He was there counting them up like he loves it. Yeah. I, I, Colin likes any attention he can get. I mean, I mean, let's let's like you said about Colin being sexy or not being confident. He he's Colin is is uh, um he's a he's a he's a golden lab. Mm. You know, he's pretty and he's loyal, but he but he's but he's dumb and he's sweet. Yeah. You know, I, I I like him a lot. Well, um, I heard Kirking off before because I was really desperate for something to listen to and it was only short. Um, and they were speculating that Mike and Alba might have got engaged on this holiday. Uh, what, what do you think? I mean, Nipples didn't tell, say anything last night and you would think he would know, but so I'm going to say no, judging by Nipples mm-hmm. last night. I feel bad for Mike because it keeps getting brought up. So like that is a lot of heat. That's who that. Uh, I'll say I, this. I, yeah, go ahead. I, I agree, Lauren. It, it, I, I'm sure it makes it awkward for him, but um, I've met, Alba, I never worked with her or had a relationship with her of any kind, but um, she's really cool and a sweetheart, and she's pretty. And if Mike hasn't done it by now, I think he's kind of an idiot. Uh, Mike's great, but Alba's terrific. And if she's and if a whole he, package he, for sure, yeah, for he, sure. Should, he should. He should uh, I'm sure he's waiting for his moment. Maybe it's a certain date or a certain time. But um, I, I, if he didn't do it now, I, I wish he would have for his own sake. <laughs> Give me get get it, you know, get it out of the way. But um, beauty. Uh, 
Any, any, I, anything you guys want to talk about before we wrap this up? Any show stuff? It's been great. We've had a lot of fun. Anything you want to touch on? No, I think well, I brought up the, the things that I had. All right. Well, yeah. sorry about the first 30 minutes of, of no, drama. No, but no, don't be we, you should be sorry. Lauren, you were the one put through this. You're, you're the last person that should be sorry. And don't feel like you should be sorry about it or it's being difficult to talk about it or anything. Like, you know, that's – I know you're really sweet, but you shouldn't feel bad at all. Like, um, Fingers crossed it comes to an end here. I know Wagon was trying to run his mouth a couple of days ago. I hope that doesn't keep happening and we can all just move on. Is yeah, Just I draw guess. a line in the sand. You know, no rapists oh, in the Minifan community. Uh, I have my little notebook with a line drawn in the sand of of who, what relationships have been ruined over this. So there's a couple. I would love you to read those names out. Yeah, I will not. <laughs> Sorry. Well, yeah, I wish you would. Um, you just say that I'm not in there. <laughs> yes. <laughs> no, you're good. You're good. Okay, that, that's awesome. all right. So, Blood and semen well tonight. Thank you. I end every minute fandom with, um, you know, what are Red's parents? Well, what what could Red's dead parents be watching in heaven right now? Lauren, we don't often talk about reality TV on this show. No. What shitty fucking reality show are you watching at the moment? Oh, I watch I watch the challenge. That's my guilty okay. pleasure TV show. Um, so I like the challenge. I'm a very I never try new shows. I usually just end up rewatching Sex in the City for like the 80th time. Because I can't pay attention, so I yeah, produced a pod, I, I produced some episodes for this girl, an Australian girl that was on the challenge. Um, in Australia, she she was on the American version, but she's Australian. Um, so I do know that one. It's an awful oh, show. Right. It's an awful show. <laughs> what about you, Kevin? What are you I, watching? I'm not, I'm not a huge TV uh, TV person. I, I'll I'll pick shows out, and when everyone goes to sleep at night, I'll watch. You know, like um, I'm I'm trying to watch Succession right now. Okay. Um, I, I, it was a while, one time when my when my wife wanted me to watch um, Love Is Blind with her, and uh, my God, what a what a pile of shit! But I'll say this: you can't turn away. It, it is so um, horrifying, and these people are 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 in, they put their lives on TV, and it, and it is embarrassing. That's kind of sad. Yeah, yeah it's whew. but um, yeah, no, I uh, I'm reading some decent books right now, and. I'm waiting for the are you a reader, are you? I, I, yeah, I, I was shocked in Menner's voice. <laughs> I read at a young age. I was reading books over my head. It was my, it was my only thing where I was even more than, you know, half a dummy was, was in, you know, reading. I was always a good, and I enjoy it. So someday I, some, I have a couple of books I'm working on writing. Uh, not about cream, <laughs> not about anything like that. But someday I think, you, I think you'll see a couple of, uh, hopefully. Couple. About like fiction or nonfiction? I have one book. Um, it's it'd be like a like a, a young teen book, like a like a like a diary wimpy kid type thing. But it's 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 takes place based on my life when I was uh, coming up with you know I was a latchkey kid, key around my neck. My mom was working three jobs, home by myself, dealing with stuff on my own. Um, so stuff like that. So yeah, yeah. I, um, reality TV. Uh, when I come across it, it, it shocks me how how people can ruin and put their lives on there, and and it's it's. I can't get into it though. I just can't. How can you say that? How can, after all the videos you've done for the KMS world, I don't think you should that's, be. That's for our world, not really for the globe. <laughs> well, I mean, maybe, maybe. I've still never forgot the clown video you did. 
Oh, it was great. People thought it, it was, was a good uh, one. People thought that it was um an, like a like a like a, what's it called when the when the camera puts a, a thing on your face. They didn't realize I actually did my own makeup that night. And that's so good. Yeah, it was. It was. I was. I, I'm. I'm. I'm not perfectly well, but that's fine. I, I, I like my place in this world. Like Julie wouldn't even know about that story. She'd just be fucking twiddling her thumbs. Anyway, well, good stuff, Kevin. Good to see you already. You and Kirk have got a lot in common. I haven't been watching anything since I recorded Minifan Mash yesterday, except Star Wars Celebration. I don't know if you guys know, but it's a huge Star Wars festival this year. It's in London. Oh. Um, and so I've been watching that all night on YouTube. I've never seen Star Wars. Okay. Oh, sweet Lord. Jesus Christ. It's good to know. It's good to know you're not perfect, Lauren, because. <laughs> um, yep. <laughs> no interest All in right. that. Well, yes. May the force be with you, Lauren. I'm crushed. Fair now. enough. I'm crushed. Oh. Um, all right. Well, look, everybody, thanks for listening to Minute Fan Mash reunion number two. Thanks, Madawaska Rob, for dropping in. Lauren, thank you so much. It was so great to talk to you. Um, can't wait to, you know, see you again and give you a big hug one day. Yeah, that was a nice hand gesture. Well. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> and um, I forgot you could see me. And I'm with uh, Kevin. Kevin, thank you. Thanks for having Thanks. me. Great to see you again. Glad that you and Mayo have been, you know, embraced by Kirk and Carl and brought into the studio. I wish I it was. That- me too. <laughs> but thank you. I hope we can get you in there for a Thursday show. I hope that's the next step. Imagine you and Mayo with Kirk. That would just be the best. Um, the people will love it. Yeah, well, well, we'll see what happens. I'm up for anything. Like I said, you want to have fun with me or shit on me, I'm, I'm game for either one. Okay. I'm just going to leave it at that. By a vengeful Aussie. <laughs> Looking for things that were said by Big Steve. Steve made some comments about his own family. He erased it cause it made Ben angry. He got fucked by a man down under. <laughs> With missing audio, yup, discover. Too happy to reveal Steve's blunder. Enjoyed blowing Steve's cover. This guy is prolific. Jesus. Oh, yeah. Quick. Kirk handed Steve a suspension. Got a lot of grief for it in his mentions. <laughs> Steve could have gotten off easy. Just unlike Blind Mike and said he needed therapy. <laughs> he got fucked by a man down under. <laughs> Who thinks Steve's a motherfucker? <laughs> Called him out as a show scrubber. <laughs> he wants Steve replaced by another. Some news today. An Australian man was found slain. <laughs> Adult was found by the body. 
said nobody can fuck with S.E. <laughs> yeah! He fucked up a man down under.